Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pop culture. Subculture. Music. Horror. Sex. Politics. Art. And overall bad this is Society 13, Redefining Podcasting. Music. Music. Horror. Horror. Subculture. And overall, overall badass. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Kettle, to Kettle Whistle, Whistle Radio. Radio with your hosts, your hosts Dave, Dave and Sean. Valentine of Electric Six. Been trying to get him for a while, and we finally got him. Doesn't do many interviews, and uh, what can I say? I had a great time, and he is a fantastic individual, lots of fun. And he, we had very limited time here, so you have to uh, pardon the rushing of questions. But we had a loop of maybe 25 minutes to uh, get this done. I hope you enjoy it. It's my desire. It's my desire. Danger. 
We'll just, we're going to get right into it, folks. Uh, we have very limited time here, ladies and gentlemen, out of Detroit, Michigan, but not from there, I just learned. We have Mr. Dick Valentine of Electric 6. Scream, yell, whatever you're doing in your room right now. Mr. Valentine? Thank Thanks you. for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. This is uh, I, I, I've never done nothing like this. No, nobody, ever, nobody ever reached out and touched me like this before. Come on now. No, nobody. Nobody wants to get to know me. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm a pariah. A pariah. <laughs> well, uh, I'll say this. Uh, when I met you, that's kind of the persona that you had. Um, you just came off of a tour uh, the end of last year, correct? Uh, we kind of tour all the time. This, um, you're actually catching me in the middle of the longest break that <laughs> I've ever had uh, um, in the 15 years of doing this. We kind of did that by design. Um, yeah, I got two kids now, and White Wolf has a kid, and we just, we thought that. Our band would be naturally put out to pasture, um, 
you know, just naturally occurring that, you know, somebody would just end this band and it, just, it doesn't, it, uh, you know, 2017, 2018 were two of the busiest years we've ever had. So uh, we kind of looked at that and said, if we want to see our kids, we actually have to turn down work. So that's, that's kind of what we did. <laughs> so I, 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 I have five months off for the first time ever and it's great. Okay. Well, listen, I appreciate you doing this. Uh, huge fan. I met you during the Switzerland tour. You were in the Pittsburgh area, Mr. Smalls. Uh, you're really cool with the fans at the merch booth. You took a picture with me, and you yelled at me because I gave you... The only thing I had was a piece of paper. So you signed it saying, why paper? And I'll never forget uh, that. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I already forgot that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you forgot that uh, night. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, I, 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 miss, I miss playing Mr. Smalls, that's for sure. It was, it was the best... Um, Best backstage in America. I mean, it was just, you get the you got the, uh, the the rectory, the entire rectory to yourself. You yes. Know? So, yeah, it, it's, it's it's pretty awesome. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I like Club Cafe. I like I like I like playing there a lot. But, um, um, yeah, I miss the backstage of Mr. Smalls. Yeah, you and uh, Al Jorgensen. He apparently likes it back there too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard not to like. It was, it was, <laughs> uh, it was pretty cool. So. Yeah. Listen, man, I saw seven minutes of your movie, Roulette Kings of Metro Detroit. Um, how do we see this film? I mean, I'm willing to buy this thing. Uh, is it somebody we had to contribute to get? You know, we, we've done these Kickstarters, and um, we make we make the, the content ex- exclusive to people who backed it, and we're, we're kind of religious about it. I mean, that said, I mean, there might be one on eBay somewhere, or, um, you know, it, 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 it won't come through us. I mean, we, we want to make sure that we're, we honor the people who... Um, who backed us during the Kickstarter campaign? I mean, I'm not like trying to shame you or anything. <laughs> Maybe you didn't know the campaign, but we're just we're just we don't make any exceptions because it's Pandora's box. You know what I mean? Like, I do. If you, if you, yeah. So um, yeah, it, uh, I'm sure there's a way to, to see it. It's just uh, you're you're uh, you know asking us is, is the the last way to go about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, gotcha. Uh, well, no, I'm just a, an, a rabid fan, and you're very hard to keep up with because there's something new constantly. Like you said, you never have time. Every time I turn around, there's something I missed, and I, I'm still catching up with uh, uh, the Bride of the Devil, of course. Um, I, I'm still I'm living and loving on uh, Bitch Don't Let Me Die. Oh wow, <laughs> that's funny. I love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Thank you. Thanks. I mean, you know, it, it, it's it's funny you do this many albums, and um, uh, you know, people people always you know it surprises me to hear the, you know people's favorites. I mean. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's uh, yeah, I think we're on fourteen albums now. We, we're, <laughs> yes, we you are. Uh, we're taking we're taking this year off of doing a studio record. We have every intention of getting back to it. Um, uh, I'm doing a solo album this year. Um, we we have some things cooking, uh, some interesting things coming down the pipe. So um, you know, it, it, we just we we thought it'd be a good idea to take take time off. And you can hear my kid in the background. I that's, do. That's why. That's all right, man. That's all right. Good excuse to not do anything. Um, I, I want to ask you, well, first, you know, we're going to play a song real quick right off of the, the new one. We're going to play the opener because what better way to start an album? <laughs> uh, quite the obvious. Um, <laughs> all right.
thanks for listening, folks. And that was the opener. And um, let me let me ask you, when does that song play on the album? I'm just curious. Uh, I, you know, I haven't I haven't listened to that album in a long time. That was a trick I, question. Yeah. It was the opening song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I thought I thought it was the first song, but I couldn't be sure. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I love that song. Um, uh, real quick question. Same album. Uh, Worm is in the the Worm is in the wood. Is that an absinthe reference? What's funny about that is that that is actually the name of the demo. Uh, the, the White Wolf, our guitar player, like he did the music for that, and um, he call, he just called the demo "The Worm in the Wood." And then I see the lyrics at it, and then somehow, I, like you know, when, when people were like editing and mixing and all that we just never bothered to change the change the name of the demo on, on, on the, you know and there's nothing like the lyrics have nothing to do with a worm or a wood or anything and it was just uh it's just one of those things where uh, you know i i was like yeah fuck it that's that's, that's a fine title <laughs> hey typical that's typical yeah. electric six style that's what i like oh uh, yeah i mean I, if you think about it i guess it should be called tape tape together or something like that but um yeah it uh it, it's well, all right. I, I, I want to ask you this because you told me this in confidence when I saw you. I, I asked you the big question, which was, um, uh, "Who is your biggest influence?" And you told me Talking Heads. Yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much. I mean, I, I, I like, uh, I like, um, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm very not. I'm just not. A, I'm not cool, and I'm not like a metal guy at all. Like I'm. I've never been into like um, you know even though our band has featured like that those kinds of guitar sounds and those styles. I mean, where I'm coming from is I just like the nerdy front man. I mean, <laughs> to me, like the concept of being cool is just it's never been for me. And David Byrne kind of encapsulated that. Like he he, mm-hmm. he just like he got to he, he did this thing and it was it was very cool in its own way, but it's not like jean jacket cool, right? Um, and 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 yeah, like it's it's nerdy cool, and so that's I always like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I got. We all, all six of us have different influences. And, yeah. Um, you know, pe- people have their own uh, ways to approach music, and it all comes together. That's that's, that's a great thing about a six man band is, um, you you know, you have that 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 many influences and that many uh, directions to draw from. I yeah, absolutely. And the, forget about it, folks. If you ha- if you don't know who the Electric Six are, disco punk. I, the way I looked at it, some of my favorite bands. You you kind of have the idea of Les Claypool meets the Dead Milkmen, which I enjoy both that that culmination of zaniness with a front man that is just plain zany. Do you call yourself zany? That's just the perfect word for you. I call myself nervous. Nervous. <laughs> um, that's yeah. Um, you know, I again, I I just go up there and. Um, I try to have a good time. That's always been the the, the objective of this band. Is uh, and uh, to, to this day, it's just when people start taking it seriously, like either outside of the band or, or within the band, um, you know, within the band, it's the worst. Like we've seen a lot of people like um, join our band, like like they want to get out of like quote unquote being in a serious band. They they like. And then, like after years go by, like they suddenly want to take music seriously again. And I'm like, you're in the wrong band for that. And then they get really angry. And I'm like, you know, maybe I can make this band more serious if I get angry. And you talk, like, no, you, no, you need to leave. <laughs> like, Time to go. So, yeah, it, it's it's like I just I always wanted this band to just be fun. Like you know, you know have like five shots of tequila and four beers and get on stage. It's, you know, I, yeah, it's uh, that's basically all I ever wanted to do. Well, I, I have a question on my wife's behalf because she's a huge fan. Um, uh, do you design your own capes? And you know what I'm talking about, Showtime. 
<laughs> yeah. You do? Yeah, yeah my, 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 my wife, um, my wife uh, did all the capes for uh, Showtime and <laughs> Heartbeats and Brainwaves and Kill and Flashy and uh, the, uh, our cape, our, my cape period, I guess. Um, so, yeah, she's, uh, she's, she's very, very, very crafty. She's, um, she's very skilled at things like that. So, you know, we had a lot of fun doing those capes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when, when I met you, you, um, you said like you had you were just in the midst of label change that day, I believe it was during Switzerland, and I was a little upset. I was just like, "Hey, what, what's going to happen?" You're like, "Don't worry, man. We always bounce back." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I if you're talking about Switzerland, that's our third record. I mean, yeah, I, I you know I, we were just in survival mode then. I, I had no idea that it would, you know, that, I, that I'd be doing this in the year 2019. You know, like uh, right? I, yeah, there's never been any pre- preconceived idea of like how long this was going to go or it just it just it just happened and we just always kind of planned six months at a time one year at a time and and uh you know every january we check in and like do we want to do an album this year and um do we you know do we want to keep going and uh it was always been a pool of six people that want to do it um so <laughs> it, it's a uh, it's it's, it's, it's a great job it's it's a uh, it's we have way more fun than, than we have you know like negatives or you know that that sort of stuff and and you know we've uh Understood what 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 buttons we can and can't push out okay. of each other as the years go by, and it's it's, it's you know it's uh, it's worked out. Well, we're gonna play another song here. I'd like for you to pick it before we go to one last break. Um, what oh, what to? Does it have to be off the new album? No way, album? man. No, I have I have the whole catalog, so it's up to you. Dude, uh, off the last time we did, how dare you? We have a song called Routine Cocooning. I, I, that's just <laughs> like I'm, I just love that song so much. So. Yeah, that's that's my that's my that's my jam there. Okay, on on off of uh, Bride of the Devil. How dare you? This how dare you? Second to last song off. Second to last song off. How dare you? That's, you got that, it. Like that that one came in my like auto shuffle the other day, and I'm like, this song is the best. Like we got to play it live. And we never will. <laughs> you never will. <laughs> at, least, at least at least we can play it on your show. <laughs> and you never will. All right, here here we go, folks. The only place you'll hear this song. <laughs> yeah, All right. We'll get. <laughs> We'll get right back with uh, Dick Valentine. You, you want to tell us real quick what the song's about? Routine Cocooning is a bunch of words that came together, uh, but um, um, I'm uh, I'm heavily into like ASMR videos. You know about ASMR? Um, I don't know if you know about it. It's like this thing on YouTube where um, at first, historically, it was like hot girls would like do soothing sounds like they'd... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it like brush your face with like their makeup brushes or, or things, and it's designed to put you to sleep. You know, it's like designed <laughs> to soothe you and relax you. It's called auto, auto sensory something ASMR. And um, French girls, um, it's like a beauty routine called routine cocooning. And so I discovered that via ASMR videos. Um, I don't know what it means. I just like those two words, routine cocooning. It's, it's, it's only it, it's only in, it's only with the French girls. Like that's. <laughs> So I don't like like I don't know what cocooning is in French. Or, <laughs> I know what a routine is, but uh, a routine is a French word. But uh, anyway, so like, I I just had those two words in my head: routine cocooning, and uh, that's, that became the song. Well, you might have a really interesting surprise next time you're in France. Okay, folks, get, yeah. we'll get right back to you. Thanks for listening.
Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work. Welcome to Big Burger. Can I take your order? Yeah, um, give me two Big Burgers, uh, two spasm shakes, one big brown eye, uh, two full lips, and a uh, small boy. That'll be it. Come on, Dick. You have to admit this is more fun than wielding Paul Young records or... Getting a paper cut from a Danzig comic book. Okay, halfway through a sandwich. And like I said, all the best conversations ha- happen off the air. I'm with Dick Valentine from Electric Six. Long time waiting. Huge fan coming over here. I've been here. My God, I've been a fan for too long. Um, and Dick, i got to ask you this. Um, can I call you Dick? Down at McDonald's, okay? Um, this is the one. If you don't know who Electric Six is, I think you should watch this video. Um, are you paying homage? Is this an anthem, the ultimate anthem to the fast food workers globally? Um, well, what inspired uh, that song was an onion, uh, an onion article. Um, it was, I just remember, it was something like uh, purgatory on earth discovered at downtown Oakland, California, McDonald's. Um, and, and it was just like, that, that was the concept of that's, that, that is the definition of purgatory on earth was, was that McDonald's. And it was <laughs> all the pictures of like, um, just like there's wrappers and ketchup stains everywhere, like the trash is overflowing, and there's all these and there's you know there's all there's all these gangster rappers like in the background and like it's like just looks like a terrible, <laughs> terrible place to be in. And um, so that was that was kind of the inspiration was I, like I wanted to have that kind of McDonald's. And so what the song is about is just like a regular run of the mill random Joe trying to enjoy his fillet of fish at, at McDonald's, and then it just turns into a turns into a rap battle all around, and then it's kind of. He gets sucked in and, and like almost like Stockholm syndrome, like um, become, become, becomes a member of the crew. You know what I mean? Oh my so. god! Yeah, I, I think you, you'd be surprised who Electric Six fans are and where they're hiding. I listened to a guy. You probably know this radio host. His name is uh, Ron Bennington on XM Sirius XM Radio. And the, the other day, he's this guy, well-renowned guy. You have to know this guy. He's from Philly, but he, he does XM. His daughter, who's part of the show, um, Gail Bennington, started just saying uh, "fire in the Taco Bell" one day and i called i was just i called in i was like are you quoting electric six lyrics she's like i love that band <laughs> so there you yeah, go I mean, uh, yeah we're, we're kind of we're, we're kind of a quiet um quiet legendary band at this point like i mean a lot, a lot i mean i'm always shocked at who who knows about us because you know my life my day-to-day life does i don't feel like like i'm somebody that you know, you know a lot of people know but um you know it's a it, it's a quiet kind of fame uh, i like that well, definitely. And I, I mean, no matter what kind of mood you're in, um, it doesn't matter. I, I throw that CD and yes, folks, I still have CDs. I throw that CD in and I'm smiling. I don't care what it is. Improper dancing down at McDonald's. It doesn't matter. And just, you know, deval to eval. It, it just makes me laugh. It's what rock and roll is supposed to do as far as I'm concerned. But um, I want to ask you real, real quick here. Who is your go to girl or a guy that you depend on for everything right? when you turn around at the end of the day? Musically, yeah, I put you, put you on the spot there. Got, yeah, no, we got two kids. We're uh, you know, uh, yeah, we uh, we're a good team. She and I. So um, yeah, if, I think that's the easy answer right there. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm always you know I've always I mean I'm an only child. I've always been kind of a loner. So you know I 
you know, while I depend on, uh, on my wife to get the family going and, and, and all that, you know, I'm, I'm also kind of self-sufficient. Hey, what are you doing? Don't eat that paper. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a, I got a 15 month old daughter who's, uh, you know, I'm teaching her the ways of, uh, oh, good. of, uh, yeah, of uh, nutrition and don't eat that paper either. All right. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's it. I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty boring person uh, off stage, so that, that, that's the, the general answer right there. Well, don't okay. Eat, don't eat that paper. Don't eat that paper. None of this, none of this paper should be. Eaten. So you have a tour right. tour coming up soon. Uh, in March, yeah. yeah okay. Uh, March 14th. So I still got I still got some time off. Um, yeah, working on my solo record. Um, I, I I've got five of those too. Most mostly acoustic, but this one. Um, this one's got more going on than just like acoustic guitar, so it's a uh, it's going to be a good one. I think you know I think it's going to be the best one of, of my solo efforts. And then after the E6 tour, then I go to uh, UK and Ireland and do a, like a month of solo acoustic shows in like cafes and stuff and pubs, and I do that as, as often as I can. I love doing that. That's fantastic. Um, now I know you you did uh, appear at a one of the Lollapaloozas in Chicago, didn't you, a while ago? That would have been 2007, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. How did that go down? Did you actually meet Perry and all that? or? Uh, yeah, I know. Um, hold on. Yeah. Yeah, I can uh, hear a little yeah, busy I, there. I, did, I, did, I, I don't think I met him, but um, I saw him driving around in a golf cart. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. You, how did how, how'd the crowd react to you guys? You know, I, I think it was good. I mean, it's so long ago now. We, we've done a lot yeah. of festivals like that. Um, you know, I... I, 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 I I think it went well. Um, cool. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember having a good time. I remember. Um, I remember seeing Pete Wentz of Fallout Boy backstage. So I was kind of starstruck. But other than that, <laughs> uh, uh, all yeah. right. <laughs> well, yeah. we're not going to take up too much of your time here. Why don't you, you want to tell folks how they can find you and get all your stuff and merch? Oh yeah, man. I mean, well, I'm on I'm on Facebook, uh, Dick Valentine. Uh, I I do a lot of extracurricular stuff. Like I write these uh, detective novels, uh, these pornographic detective detective novels that have uh, narrated into audio audiobook form i have solo records um the electric six it's electric com. got we got we're on facebook and instagram and all that and you know um you know everybody not just me everybody in the band is doing stuff on their own um a lot of side projects and stuff so uh good collective and uh we're back on back on the road in march (laughs) very cool i hope (laughs) i hope i can catch you man i hope you get some uh some pittsburgh dates really look forward to seeing you um, got to get a new shirt too. I, I didn't see shirts on your website. You got any new ones? Uh, I think we do have yeah, online merch. I don't really handle all that stuff. All I, right. I don't wear shirts. All right. I'm going to let you go. Cause it sounds like you have another Valentine in the background there. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I, listen, I really appreciate you doing this. Um, and, uh, you're always welcome back. And, um, just one more thing I got, and I got to know the boxing gloves and Abraham Lincoln with gay bar. Was that all you? What are you talking about? Your gay bar video dressed like I Abraham Lincoln. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were on you. Yeah, I, I, again, I would have to go back and watch it. That's uh, fine. We, we, did, we did that video in 2003, so I'll take Oh, I know. It. it just it kind of grabs yeah. attention. That's all I'm saying. All right. Hey, <laughs> Dick Valentine, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, we I hope to talk again. Hope to see you sooner than that on tour. Thank you, buddy. All right, man. Take care. Bye-bye.
There, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab, an electric cast production. See you there. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electric acid.